Hi, I'm Kimberly Young, Assistant Medical Director for Hillside, and welcome to Reframe Children's Mental Health. Hillside's mission is to help children and families thrive by providing outstanding residential services and community mental health services. Our programs focus on the strengths of our kids and encourage the growth and improvement they need to navigate through life. Hillside provides specialized, cutting-edge mental health care and education to children and their families. At Hillside, our team of professionals not only provide treatment for those in need, but help families navigate and understand the mental health system and what type of therapy best suits the individual and their family. As Vice President of Clinical Programs, Amy Renee helps oversee Hillside's continuum of care in order to support children and families along the road to hope and healing. My name is Amy Renee, and my title at Hillside is Vice President of Clinical Programs. Hillside has a continuum of care, um, our longest service and most intense service that we have to help children and families is our residential treatment program. We have an 81-bed facility located in Midtown Atlanta, um, and when children need that level of care, they've usually exhausted all the other services at Hillside. Um, and so we help families um, to get into residential treatment when the child is actually um, not doing well at home, in school, and in the community. We also have a day program where children um, come into Hillside's campus every day and they go home at night um, and they are able to get therapeutic services during the day. And we have a six six-week program where they work through those services and then they graduate that program. We also have an in-home program, and that is a to help children transition back to their community or to prevent them from ever needing something like a residential program where they have to leave their home. Um, and so we have that program. And then we have our therapeutic foster care program. And we also have just created a virtual IOP program where anybody in the state of Georgia that has commercial health insurance that is in need of more intensive services than regular outpatient therapy, um, can benefit from our virtual intensive outpatient program where we focus on dialectical behavior therapy skills. So what type of issues are families dealing with when they contact Hillside? Here's Hillside's Natasha Merchant with more. My name is Natasha Merchant. I am the community therapist at Hillside. So when families are calling Hillside and when they are struggling with the behaviors at home, we typically assess on, you know, what is the behavior? What is the underlying cause that's causing the behavior? We also look at, you know, what natural supports do they have in the environment before they reach out to the hospitals? Um, one of the things that I do with families is building that network and being able to kind of process what that looks like. Um, sometimes it's very hard for families to reach out to their own, to even tell them that they are experiencing these things in their own environment. So we really try to work with them to allow them to see that, you know, there is a way to switch your thought from those negative things into positive ways to work through behaviors in the home. 
Um, so we definitely look at, you know, what is the underlining factor that's causing them to reach out to us? Sometimes parents are dealing with high risk behaviors such as suicidal ideations. So those are some things that we work with our DBT work at Hillside to provide support for the families and how they can use those skills to cope ahead when a child is experiencing these behaviors. What do parents need to know before reaching out for help at Hillside? Amy Renee explains. Um, Some of the things that parents need to know is that we're here to help you. We're here to listen to you. We're here to partner with you. We don't have all of the answers, but we are very expert at what we do, and we've been doing this work for a very long time. We will help you to tailor a a wraparound plan that works for your family and for your situation. Um, And because we've been at this work, Hillside has been in existence for over 130 years. We have become very good at what we do, and we know how to help families find the right therapist, the right community-based doctor. If they're not relying on our residential program, then part of what we do is help them to determine what services in the community will work better for their family. So we work with them to do that, and we're here to partner with you, not just tell you this is what you have to do. So when we have a family that calls Hillside for help, oftentimes they've heard that Hillside is a good provider and they're not sure what they actually really need or some of the families call and they think they need to place their child in residential care because they've heard about our residential program. But Hillside has developed a lot of services where we actually can help families to keep their child in their community. Um, We've developed services where you can add on to the individual therapy or family therapy that they're already receiving in the community and add something called Triple P, which is an evidence-based parenting program that we do where we work with parents on how to actually decrease the child's um, disruptive behaviors. A lot of the kids that we work with at Hillside are calls that we get from Hillside. The child is having a hard time following rules in the school, following rules in the home. And so we can go into the family's home and help them to figure out a plan um, where they actually can stabilize the home situation better. And so the ultimate goal is to deliver the least restrictive environment that we can, least restrictive service that we can, because we don't want kids. The residential program should be the absolute last um, service that is offered to a family. The way that we coach families on the services that we have at Hillside is we do a lot of listening. So parents and families um, uh, that we are working with usually have a story to tell. Um, And so we sit and we engage and we talk to them. A lot of our in-home community-based services are delivered in their homes. So we go in, we look at how their home is laid out, and we work with them on developing a very specific safety plan and crisis plan to help them to ensure that they have what they need to be able to parent a child with severe emotional behavior problems. A lot of families feel like they're at their last rope and they don't know what else to do. And so they're looking for anything and everything um, to fix that issue. And a lot of families make the mistake of thinking that our therapist can just simply meet with that one child 
um, and talk to the child and make them start to cooperate or to change their behavior or to no longer feel suicidal. And what we have found over the years at Hillside, we developed our community programming in the late 90s um, to actually meet the need of looking at the whole family system. So when you have a child that has intense behaviors, it affects the entire family and not just the family, but the extended family. And so a lot of times the child, the family is shameful about these behaviors and they're embarrassed. And so we do a lot of work with the grandparents or trying to engage whoever this family uses as support to make sure that they will call on that support because it takes a village. It takes a village to raise a child that doesn't have behavior problems. So it certainly takes a, a larger village to raise a child that does have some behavior problems. And so a lot of what we're doing is trying to help them build in natural supports that can offer help because the therapy is only one hour a week. So there's a whole bunch of other time that happens during that week where um, the child and the family need some assistance in how to navigate their life. You know, for example, maybe they have a hard time with a morning routine and they can't get their child out the door. So our therapist may go to the house in the morning um, and actually help the family to develop a more structured plan where they can reward the child for better behavior. Um, and, and the whole morning will go better because we've actually looked at what's working and not working within the family system. Hillside's community program allows parents to have a better understanding of what their child is going through and provides them with tools to help their child progress and heal. Hillside provides Triple P, or the Positive Parenting Program, to some of the families served. Natasha Merchant explains. The Triple P program is the Positive Parenting Program. It helps um, parents understand what factors are being attributed to the behaviors in the home environment, along with learning skills to help reshape those behaviors that they may be struggling with in the home environment. So what we do is we help and promote teenager development along with helping parents understand the independency and well-adjusted um, support that they need for these young adults. With Triple P, we really work on a 10-week program that is very structured. It's evidence-based. Um, it allows families to really see what skills that they can use to change or reshape the behaviors, what attributions they bring into the home environment that are influencing the behaviors, along with just looking at the environmental factors that may influence the behaviors. The five key aspects of positive parenting, one of them is ensuring a safe and engaging environment. That doesn't just mean that you have, you know, a safe place to live. It's more about being able to take your time and teach your child something that they may not know already. So it's that critical thinking part um, of engaging your child in the environment. The second part of it is creating a positive learning environment. So helping your child um, you know, think and make decisions. So supporting them in decision-making, um, what we call it is empowering them with respect. So, you know, having your child really think through, hey, this is something that's bothering you. Well, let's talk about it. Let's process it. Let's really take time out to do some incidental teaching so that we can make sure that you're getting your needs met. Another one is assertive discipline. So a lot of parents, you know, struggle with this because they are very lax. Um, they don't have consistency on behaviors that they want to reshape. So we talk a little bit about tracking. 
what does that look like? You know, not falling into the accidental rewards and monitoring those behaviors that they want to be able to um, see in a more positive way. Having realistic expectations is one of the other ones. Parents really struggle with seeing that sometimes a child may perceive something much differently than you may. So, for example, I've had parents say they should know that they should clean their room. Well, sometimes they don't know what that looks like, especially if they have a mental illness. So it's asking them and showing them and then practicing with them what that looks like, not just kind of telling them what to do. Um, and then the last one, of course, as a key aspect is taking care of yourself. Self-care is so important. We always tell parents that if your mind is quiet, if your mind is clear, then you'll be able to tackle whatever situations happening at home. So we really, you know, ask parents to do those date nights. We ask them to do some challenges um, throughout positive parenting. I always tell parents, hey, go get a manicure or just go read a book outside, even if it's for 10 minutes. Do something for yourself without engaging your child. Um, So those are, you know, the five key aspects of positive parenting. Through the community program, a hillside therapist works with families within their home. Here's Natasha Merchant sharing her own personal experience. The experiences I've had working in the home is definitely building that engagement first. So building rapport, meeting them where they're at, really seeing what they're struggling with, and then allowing them to work with me so that we can find alignment for the interventions. A lot of this has to do with, you know, we build a rapport with the family. um, And at the same time, you know, interventions also have to be created so that we can support the family. So when I go into the home, most of the time they're struggling with just engaging their child in effective behavior. So I'll go in there and I'll practice the skill with them. We'll, you know, do a little role modeling and we'll kind of like go through it together. And then I have them practice it with their child. Um, So I'll be there. I'll coach them. I kind of drive them through what's going to happen next. If there is an extension burst that could occur, we process that. We cope ahead. Um, And we talk about, you know, what is going to what it's going to look like if they continue and practice the skill. Sometimes parents are terrified. Um, Sometimes parents are nervous and sometimes parents are also um, unaware. So we go in there to really bring in the focus on, you know, this is what we need to be aware about. One of the examples we can talk about is accidental rewards. Sometimes parents um, don't recognize that they are you know, increasing the behavior because they are rewarding the child for the negative behavior. So we talk about what that looks like, social attention, um, materialistic rewards, what it looks like when you are avoiding chores or your child's wanting to avoid chores because they tell you that they have homework. So helping them really look at, you know, what your child is presenting to you and how you perceive it so that you can work through that plan of action. For an example, a family that I've worked with, we go through Triple P, which is the positive parenting program on assessing what intervention is going to work best for them. So I've worked with a family where the child continues to lie, um, continues to do things that makes the parent feel like they're out of control. So it becomes like a power struggle. Um, 
what I've been able to support a family with is helping mom realize that what is in your control. So it's that thought switch, right? Like my child's walking all over me. They're not letting me really control the house. So we talk about, well, what's in your control? If your child is lying to get out of something, what can you do to support yourself? So currently, you know, I'm working with a family that um, there is a lot of behaviors in the home that mom's not able to tolerate because she wants to be able to have that control. So we've talked about what are some things you can do to avoid feeling so much pressure or shame or guilt in that, you know, situation. Um, So mom's talked about distracting herself. So what can she do? So we talked about, you know, you can leave the house, make sure you're in a safe environment, your child is safe, and let your child know, communicate with her that this is really tough for me. I feel, you know, whatever emotion that she is feeling. And I need to take a minute to, you know, decompose and figure out what I need to do next. So distracting yourself, you know, using that skill really goes long ways because sometimes parents feel like they have to stay there to answer back. And then that causes an escalation trap. So staying away from the escalation trap is what can you do to avoid the situation? Coming back to it letting yourself cool down a little bit and think about what is going to be an effective consequence that you should put in place. So it's really bringing the parents to more awareness of what they're doing and then following up with either a natural consequence or an incentive, depending on the situation. The community program is part of Hillside's holistic approach. Amy Renee explains. I find that the holistic approach of working with an entire family is what is transformational. Um, Each person has a role. And so um, some of the children and families that we serve, there's a child, the child will be struggling with very severe issues. um, And the family may not be aware of how they've actually played into that. And so that's the part where if, if you have effective engagement, it's not about trying to find who to blame for this, Um, But it is about trying to transform the way that this family is living Um, because we have families, the families that we're working with at Hillside are suffering and they're suffering with real issues and their, their functioning is not such that they're as happy as they can be. And it's usually the entire family. So even if it's the child that has suicidal ideation or that is cutting or has disruptive behavior in school or is not following the rules that may look like it's just that child, but that is actually causing a lot of stress on the marriage of the parents that are parenting that child. It's causing a lot of stress on the mother who may have guilt that they did something wrong. Um, it's And so a lot of providers that I've worked with them in the past are missing those issues and they're not wanting to address those issues. But I've in the years I've worked with families, I've had to say sometimes to the mom and the dad, you still have to go on a date. We still have to figure out a way for your child that has all of these behaviors and all of these issues to be taken care of so that you can take time to build a healthy and a strong family um, for this child. And so the the problems that we deal with in children and adolescent um, issues can cause that strain. And so we've seen marriages break apart. We've seen, but we've also seen marriages strengthen because we've seen families listen to the suggestions and recommendations that we have. 
Um, one of the things we also have done over the years that's really important is to help families with the sibling relationship. So that's something we haven't touched on yet, but the children that we serve at Hillside sometimes have been aggressive towards their siblings. And so they've done things to damage the relationship where their sister or their brother may not trust them. And so it's very important to actually target that as a behavior or relationship that is in need of repair. And so our program um, won't just get all the family together to talk. We'll actually do sibling sessions sometimes and teach the siblings how to have a, a healthy relationship again. And sometimes that takes us being experiential where we actually go in and do a game, play basketball with them or work with them in their natural environment where we're actually building on the success that they already have because they love one another. They just have lost their way. And so it takes uh, sometimes our staff believing in repairing that relationship to actually make the whole family function better as a whole. So at Hillside, um, we have developed our community programming, but throughout all the different services that we have, we really want to try to approach the principles of wraparound in working with families. The first one is family voice and choice. Um, which is very much um, woven throughout how we do treatment. No matter what the services that the family and child are getting, we want to make sure that we are asking and talking to each family member about what it is that they need from our staff at Hillside. Number two is, is to be team-based. And so we're always building a team that will work with the family and approach the family. And then we are also building natural supports. We also do collaboration and collaboration at Hillside is, is very important. There are a lot of different um, providers or systems, um, different places that children go that might not know how to approach this child in the right way. And so we have found over the years that if you just ask, if you're willing to have a conversation with that football coach or that teacher in the classroom, that sometimes these families are open to hearing um, from us at Hillside different ways and different skills to use to help the child in the community be successful. So we get to know the kids at Hillside in the residential program very well because they're with us every day. So given that we, we know them very well, we also have a lot to offer in how to work with them in the community so that they can grow up in their family. Um, we also are culturally competent and, and our services are always individualized and we also use a strength-based approach where we are working with families every day to figure out what's going well so that we can build upon that. If you think about it for yourself, if you're good at, at running, then you know you need to do more running and that always makes you feel better about what you've accomplished if you're using something that you're really good at. And so we always try to use a strength-based approach when working with children and families. Um, our services are also very persistent and we are focused on trying to improve the outcome of the family that we're serving with every family that we get to know at Hillside. Each patient's experience at Hillside is based on the individual. Beth, a single parent of two, was struggling with her son's mental health needs. After her husband's passing, Beth found herself dealing with an issue no parent can prepare for, a suicide attempt. Having been diagnosed with severe anxiety with mild depression and dissociative disorder, Beth's son was in need of specialized care. 
Beth sought guidance at Hillside to find the right therapeutic fit for her son and the tools she needed for support. Hi, my name is Beth, and we have used Hillside Services for our family and my middle school age son. As a parent of a child with mental health issues, I've learned that not all programs are successful. We tried a program with another uh, hospital and not with the same success that we had with Hillside. So what that told me is that therapy is not a one-size-fits-all uh, solution to mental health, mental health issues. The DBT therapy that um, Hillside provided my son in their day program, not only did he learn, but they practiced so that it became second nature when he had extreme anxiety. Additionally, they provided training for me in the evening so that I would know what the tools were that he was learning to um, help him to be more successful. And I can support those tools. So it was, a, it was definitely a holistic approach. Beth's son was enrolled in Hillside's day program. Upon completion, Hillside recommended further treatment in the home with therapist Lynn Ward working with Beth and therapist Adele Simpson working with Beth's son. So um, after my son completed the day program at Hillside, we became eligible for the family program and it was awesome. Um, Lynn was worked with us as a group, as a family, and Adele worked with Zachary one on one. And we had a we had a scenario Lynn and I did where we would talk about um, problems or challenges that I was having. And then she would make suggestions on different ways that I could approach the problem that I had never thought of. And it worked very well, not just for my middle schooler, but it also helped in my parenting with my high schooler. There, there was a lot less yelling and a lot more respect from both sides when um, she helped me with things like boundaries. She helped me with um, different ideas on how we could have a conversation, parent to teenager, and reach a successful outcome where both of us felt respected. Hillside introduced Beth to an array of parenting techniques to complement her son's treatment. One thing that, that really stands out is that um, the need to set expectations and consequences and follow through. So when um, I did a little bit of that before, but I was not as consistent 
and especially Len and would give me a lot of motivation, positive encouragement, strategies and different things to to try not only for my kids, but for me having the strength to enforce, you know, do, you know, when they, when I said to them, no, you don't get to play on the internet until your chores are done. Um, oftentimes I would be so tired and I would be so frustrated at the end of the day that I just didn't have the energy to, to enforce the rule. It was easier for me to just let them play on the internet because they would leave me alone. And instead of feeling like all I could do was scream and yell and scream and yell and have them just ignore me, I said, here's what I expect. Here's when I expect it. Here's the consequence. And if the consequence was, for example, no internet, I took the uh, router and unplugged it. So the uh, they learned pretty quickly. You know, my my daughter. It is, you know, you don't unload the dishwasher, and you don't get to go over to your friend's house. It's an it's an expectation, and one of the things that's pretty awesome is she now unloads the dishwasher before she even asks me if she can go over to her friend's house because it was consistently enforced. With my son, especially um, soon after he attempted suicide, I was always afraid that he would do something stupid because he was so mad at me because I was enforcing the boundaries. And so there's a real fear there of, you know, losing him because I was, you know, the parenting that I was doing was going to make him angry and he would do something stupid. And Lynn really provided me with a lot of support and, you know, different specifics on how, what I could try and then would follow up with me. How did it go? And I had her cell phone number if there was any emergency and she was always there for me. And I learned that I don't have to be afraid of my child doing something stupid. They, you know, they don't think they want the boundaries, but they do. And it helps both of us. Without Hillside, I don't think my son would be alive right now. I think that he attempted suicide once and the help that I found for him after that attempt was not sufficient. And I believe that if we had not been referred to Hillside, that I would not have my son today. And 
that idea that he wouldn't be here gives me tremendous gratitude to Hillside. Um, I watch my son participate in high school sports. He's an in-person school. He is happy. And when he's not happy, we talk about it. And he talks about it with a professional as well. But he has the coping skills. Most adults don't have these coping skills. And I told both my kids, I said, you know, you've been through a lot in your lifetime. Um, I would hazard to guess most kids couldn't handle the pandemic as well as the two of you can. You have the skills to handle what life throws at you. And those skills were hard won by the whole family because it's, you know, it's very difficult and it takes work. It's not a magic wand and everything goes away. You have to, you know, they helped him practice. They helped me practice. They, I mean, it, it takes a lot of commitment, but things can really change and be successful. Thanks so much for listening to Reframe Children's Mental Health. If you'd like to learn more about Hillside, visit our website at hside.org.